We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome this week's gang. It's Tommy Dean, Chris Ryan and Tahir. And we're going to tell people about Tahir's fantastic thing he's organised at the Enmore for March 1, the uh, earthquake benefit for for Turkey and uh, a bit more detail on that in in a minute because that's a great thing he's done. Now, let's first check that you're up with this week's news. Who thinks we shouldn't gobble funk around with words? Who thinks we shouldn't gobble funk around with words. Anybody? Anybody? Well, I mean, I know this because uh, we get preparation material. (laughs) (laughs) Written by me. Uh, So I I don't want to lie to the audience, make them think like I'm totally across Roald Dahl literature. No, Tommy, some people don't know. uh, Isn't this about the British Prime Minister? See, he knows. He knows. First, are are you telling me that the British people have a Prime Minister? (laughs) I thought they had a queen. Now we have to discuss the entire English is government Is this whole build-up just because you can't pronounce Rishi Sunak's name? Is, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is, that, is that the problem? That, that's why I avoid it. That's why he's, <laughs> that's why he's destroyed the whole program. <laughs> yeah. The is secrets he new? Are out. He seems new to me. I don't remember hearing his name before. Ah, yeah. They, they're, they're like us. They get, they get a new one every minute. That's so good. Well, uh, he's joined with uh, Salmon Salmon? Salmon. Salmon Rushdie. Salmon Rushdie. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, he's, he's, still a, he's, another... he's still alive. He yeah. is still oh, alive. Thank you. Shock. Yeah. yeah, he's got excellent security detail. <laughs> he and... has not got an excellent no, he's security detail. He's had a few run-ins, yeah. hasn't he? <laughs> well, I mean, he's still alive. That's, that's, well, that's he's, the metric. He's, he's blinded in one eye and has lost the ability to write because he was viciously attacked only six months ago. That is terrible news. <laughs> <laughs> Why, would, why <laughs> would you write a joke I mean, about this? I mean, some people That's might terrible. say, Richard, why do you send them notes? I think the answer is clear why. Yeah, I think so. You I should was, put that, that note was not in here. I was, my I, question by was, the way, rhetorical. skip over that sad part. Honestly, my, I feel sorry for the audience at this point. Uh, we have, we've said nothing uh, of uh, any use to anybody. Well, no. we should, no. well, well, we are gobble funking around with the facts. <laughs> I think it's been an interesting <laughs> version. It's been an interesting uh, trip into the American education system and its failings. Yeah, yeah. Well, can, can I start then, Tommy? Like, while you, uh, di- you know, break down the question still. Yeah. Okay, uh, just so we're totally clear up the yeah, front, yeah. Just, to, just to put this to bed, is I come from a very Christian family. And there was no way that I was allowed to read the satanic verses. Oh. Or Roald Dahl. Or Roald Dahl. <laughs> because fact, he was English. They were in the same category, yeah. right? Surely you would have been 30 by the time the satanic verses were out. It's, I don't know if you understand <laughs> the imprint that yeah. the Baptist church leaves on a young man's yeah. heart. I wasn't allowed to read Playboy. That was, that was a book that was banned. Yeah. Quite right, too. Uh, I, I, mean, I, I don't know why. I, did I didn't want to. But as a as a comedian, former historian, right? This really bugs me because no, he's just getting the fact he won't read when, it. He just looks at it. It's a picture book to him. I didn't know those words in it for years. No, let, let me look. I'm getting I'm getting, I'm getting distracted again now. It's honestly um, an ADHD I afternoon. When is it going to start? How far back in history shall we go? In Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, remember that they yeah, sang yeah. about um, eating too much chocolate makes you fat. 
Yeah. And then people get upset about that because it's the truth, right? I mean, we might as well soften everything. Let's go back to 1788 and have the Indigenous having a barbecue and welcome the First Fleet. Why don't we just change everything? Like, oh, you know? okay, I see. I mean, I mean, it's not like they were carrying guns. Actually, they were carrying guns. But, um, <laughs> FBF <laughs> guns. We should stop in that. Um, but, yeah, things are done at a time that was different. Like, did you know Back to the Future has a sexual assault scene in it? No. Yeah, it, it does. It does. Like, I mean, or Dirty Dancing does too. Dirty Dancing does as well. Like, we might as well change all these movies, right? But so at the time I don't think we've villain. actually said what's happened, have we yet? Right, everyone knows what happened. Okay. Roald Dahl's books have been uh, rewritten mm. in order to reflect current sensibilities. So also, people, I feel people like are no longer left fat, out of the they're term enormous. Everyone. That's it. What? You've left me out of the term everyone. <laughs> I, clearly, <laughs> I clearly prove that you cannot use everyone. So Ever. Augustus Gloop is no longer called enormously fat. He's just called enormous. Yeah. Really? Mm. Yes. That's one of the um, uh, things in the article. Isn't that just, uh, just as bad? I don't know. It's enormous. I, I don't know. Oh, the size of the tube. Look, I was greeted by a lovely man in Perth um, when I went over. No, it was actually Cairns just earlier this mm-hmm. week. And the first thing he said to me when he was giving me a lift to my accommodation was, well, they've taken... They've taken the word fat and ugly out of children's books. What's next? Yeah, yeah. You know, so this yeah. is the vibe out there on the streets with a lot of people. Right. But then I'm sure there are a lot of other people just going, who cares? It's still pretty much the same book. There's just a couple of different words. Yeah. Um, and I did. Oh, no, that's true. Yeah, it's two, definitely two points of view. I know. It. And yeah. I, I noticed that um, yeah. this organisation called Inclusive. Um, oh, it's called Inclusive Minds. Yeah, they're the, they're the ones who rewrote it all. Well, they didn't rewrite it, did they? They they were consulted. I got on their website and had a look. They're very at pains to explain that they don't rewrite stuff. They just get consulted, and they have inclusivity ambassadors. Yeah, who. They should, they should set themselves up on your act. I've yet to see you in my audience, Richard Glover. Um, <laughs> Be a lot shorter. <laughs> What's that finishing You up? don't know me. You don't know my comedy. Um, but, yeah, uh, and they, they, don't, they want to get involved in the developing phases of books um, rather than rewrite history. Oh, okay, it's just the whole thing. It makes you time. cross, doesn't it, Tahir? It does, it makes me cross. It you can't cross. go back. Things that happen at a time. When's this going to stop? Do you think they'll look back at us in 2023? Absolutely. Maybe at some point and go, did you know what they did? How embarrassing. Yeah. Yes, I, All I these think they people, will. Mate, they're going to look back on you in March <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, but imagine if they said, how embarrassing. Back in 2023, with all these people now, like with brain cancer, but you know what? Because back in 2023, they had a phone and they held it to their brains. Yeah. Talking. How, yeah. how embarrassing. Like, we don't know we'll the things we blamed. do now. Yeah. There'll be more conspiracy theories from Tahiri. (laughs) (laughs) They build roads and they pay tolls. Unbelievable. How dumb. But how do you differentiate the time then? Like if you, you know, if you have a stratification Mm. of philosophies and ideas, you know, through the Grand Mm -hmm. Canyon of life, Mm -hmm. um, how do we see that? If we put everything in today's neutral language, assuming today has a neutral language, Mm. and everything is inclusive, then how do we... Yeah, if, if everything's written to the sensitivities of now, how do you yeah. know that something was written yeah. uh, in the 19th century? I mean, how, what about Goliath? Are we going to continue to shame him? That's biblical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we just really, really talked up his oversized... His enormousness. Enormousness. <laughs> Jeez, these questions you know. are deep, Chris. Mate, uh, look, I, you know, I, I'm all about inclusivity, but um, yeah, also toughen up, you know? Um, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm on the fence. I think they're implying that David was a bit short. 
That's the other problem. It's, I mean, brave. I they both met at equal size. <laughs> doesn't it takes a bit away from the biblical story, doesn't it? They were equally pitted combatants. <laughs> and you will all be cast into the pits of finery. It'll be a fine place, really. Nothing terrible will happen there. That would be, that would well, be hell, hell sounds very unattractive. Very I, unattractive. I think that's scary. Well, actually, the way they talk about it in the... In the the Sunday meetings I went to, it's very inclusive. Like, <laughs> it's just too big. Like in the sense that the way the pastor went on in my church, we're all going to be there. Yeah. There yeah. is nothing more inclusive than hell. But it's, <laughs> it should change because it's too mean, right? No, no, I think it's the other way around. I think heaven is too exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Get, get, get inclusive and uh, go to hell. Tommy Dean, Chris Ryan are here uh, with us. Second question from this week's news. Oh, who's, whose customers might be ruining... <laughs> Whose customers might be ruining the rise in prices? Oh, there's a clue there, Richard. There's a bit of a there's clue. This is the story. Qantas, who's uh, posted a billion-dollar half-year... What, what, what is that? Like, is this a report profit. or profit? profit. Or... Yeah. The way you are going on, I thought you were like a financial reporter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the exact figures, but get this. And in another report, Alan Joyce had just announced that Qantas will be giving back all the taxpayer funds handed to them early in the year. Yeah, I didn't read that one. No, I, I just made that up. <laughs> um, I mean, we want our airlines to make money, right? Uh, but something does not feel right here. They're making like a billion half year. So uh-huh. we can, we can uh-huh. I mean, I don't know by my math, but... Do we times six it? months. Do we times it by two? <laughs> we do. For four years? Uh, well, yeah, there you go. we do. 1.4, that's like nearly three billion. Two billion, um, yeah. Two or three so billion. Well, we, it leaves a bad taste in the mouth when, when they had 2,000 redundancies just recently. We save them, we save them, and in return we get, uh, they make money, they decide to sack workers, uh, cancel flights, uh, make us queue up for kilometres in queues, and then we have put to... Put up the prices. Put up the prices, and then have the gall hmm. to announce a billion-dollar-plus profit. They don't even have like a frequent cures points card. <laughs> That's so such annoying, isn't it? But for the people who never get to, the people who never get to fly because they're just queuing. Just queuing. But in truth, I, I don't mind them doing well because I don't like the uh, the budget airlines. Oh, I, don't I, you, I, I refuse to. Tr- oh, yeah, like, I think if you uh, are we allowed to talk about brands? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, no. if you're going, oh, this. Oh no, I'll get in trouble. Just say it in oh, airplane example, space. I refuse planet. to fly the budget airline uh, called where you just gamble. Your life uh, called Betstar. <laughs> it's, a, it's a gamble. I think if you're going on holidays, <laughs> they used to say they used to say uh, take a chance, uh, fly Air France, <laughs> and, oh, and uh, TAA was uh, was uh, try another airline. <laughs> yeah, you know what was the worst one? Tiger. Oh, yeah. That was shocking. Oh. Yeah. Tiger. I could swore like well, I was forced one time to fly Tiger. I saw the pilot outside the plane, putting petrol in the Tiger airplane <laughs> and then handing in a four-cent Coles docket over to the guy. <laughs> I, I, flew, I, flew to, I flew to the south coast once. Tiger? Uh, no, it was from one of those little airlines, you know, so, yeah. and, um, and uh, you, you get to see the pilot. That's the alarming thing. Mm. When those really small you planes, you get to see the pilot and he walks past and like, he, he must have been 17. He must have been 17. <laughs> and, and then it was delayed and I thought... It's only delayed because they're waiting for him to turn 18. That's, that's why it's delayed. <laughs> so alarming. He's getting his paperwork done. Yeah, it's quite yeah. a sorry. You, you'd say you won't fly those. You want, you want the premium quality thing even yeah, if it costs you. I know. That's I know. what he said. He said yeah, people yeah. are willing to pay for the quality. People are willing. That's, that's me. That's me. But see, this is the problem. Is I believe that is true. I believe it is acceptable to charge a premium for a premium product. Mm-hmm. But they are doing the thing that almost too many places are doing now, where they're saying premium is equivalent to 
our job. Yeah. If, if we can get yeah. you on a flying car from Sydney to Brisbane, yeah. period. Yeah. Nothing else. That's premium. That premium. Mm. What a premium price I'm willing to no, pay. They're going to they're gonna give you a packet of nuts with that. Maybe. If it's not too turbulent. Do you want to know something that I did on, on a, a Virgin flight mm-hmm. recently? It was from Perth to Sydney, and um, I had some leftover spaghetti bolognese. Mm. So what, what? I, I took, you brought on, were you? I took it on board. What? Really? Cold. Mm-hmm. Gee. And, oh, man, did it turn some heads. Oh, mm. my God. Yeah, heaps of... Pe- did you? T- a did guy th- asked for some. Yeah. Did, yeah. You, sell, did you sell shares? <laughs> I well, could have could've. sold it 20 times over. Premium. People were saying to me, oh, God, that smells good. Mm. Yeah. Really? So you could pay for, pay for your flight, just bring on 20 meals and distribute <laughs> yeah. them, five bites each. Mm. Undercut them. Ask what they're doing. If they say, oh, well, our bolognese is $10.90, <laughs> just say, okay, $10. Yeah. Cash only. Yeah, cashy. You do a few beers as well. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> could. Cash only, you got me. Yeah, you got me cash, cash only. Yeah. Mm. I've got a flight booked for the end of April, mm. which is, by my calendar, a while away. Mm-hmm. And I got a note today saying, oh, we've had to make some changes. And in the language of the lead-in is, oh, by the way, uh, first off, we thank you for your patience and your flexibility. Uh, we're just going to make a couple of changes that are... You wait to see the knee size. You'll need to be flexible. <laughs> and that's what I mean. It's like, that's premium. And they're like, oh, and you know what? You can bring one whole bag of stuff. You know, because when you travel internationally, you want to bring some stuff with you, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can have that. Remember, remember when you used to be two bags of your stuff? Mm. Oh, no, you get one. But then when you land... The next American Airlines like, oh, oh no, I know that the international people said you might want 23 kilos of your stuff, but you can bring five of it mm. to your eventual destination. So what do you do with the uh, leftover 18 kilos? Well, I, I don't know. I'm assuming you, you pay. You, you pay. You yeah. pay. You pay. But no, what you do is you strip. You str- I've, you I, I, have, I have a friend who's done this. You just strip off all your. You, you, <laughs> you, you get into the bags and you and you put on all your clothing in mm. many many layers. And you put the books in the pocket. And you, yeah. if you have to wear three great coats, you wear three great coats. And you sort of waddle onto the plane, and they can't touch you. <laughs> they can't, they, well, so what about someone when they just when they um are you talking about like when you're on a flight and all of a sudden you get a message saying, "Hey, your flight's been changed. Do you accept?" The new times. Mm. Oh, what are you going to do? What's the choice? No, I don't accept it. Yeah. You have to accept it, right? Yeah, it's terms and conditions. Do you want yeah. to use your phone? Press yes. <laughs> Premium. The worst is when people, people go, have a safe flight, like it's you're in control. That's why if someone says to me, have a safe flight, I just I go to the pilot. Yeah. So excuse me. You have uh, a safe flight. My wife said, uh, to make sure it's a safe flight. Yeah, yeah. No burnouts, no nothing. Just but, I mean, you might, you, they're already getting the customer to do everything, right? They're getting the customer to, you have to print off your own things. Mm, you have true. to put your bags on the, there's a sooner, you'll, you'll go up there and they'll say, can you please turn to the left, Tahir? <laughs> You're flying it. <laughs> you, you can fly Melbourne, can't you? I'd reverse mm. the plane out of there. This is my concern is how far they'll take it because, you know, we had that incident uh, where the flight coming back from New Zealand uh, a few weeks back, you know, yeah, lost yeah, the yeah, engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, yeah. And then the Qantas was at pains to point out. It landed like, perfectly, perfectly fine. They yeah. Planes are designed to survive on one engine. Yeah. And pretty soon you know they're going to get on and go, if you guys want both engines, <laughs> <laughs> Pay a we're going to come through the cabin with a hat. <laughs> and if we collect enough, I mean, we only need the one, just so you know. But if you want both, as a premium. Yeah, throw a few dollars, throw a few dollars the, in, the in the hat. And the pilot knows a shortcut. <laughs> So we can go the normal way or... Yeah, yeah straight through Wollongong. <laughs> Tommy Dean, Chris Ryan and Tahir. Now, you, who might be sweating on how to 
dig some journalistic dirt. Who might be sweating on I digging some journalistic love dirt? Love this story, Richard. Um, the, so the BBC have told journos that when they're reporting from the field, they should look sweatier and a bit more gross, you know, <laughs> and, and not so hot. They should look dirty. Yeah, just yeah. look dirty and, and not so well presented and studio mm, ready, mm, you know, mm, because um, people are... I don't know. They've have they they've done a bit of research. I'm assuming. I don't think they have. They it just, yeah, it's not a research base. They just think you'll look more credible and yes. trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, they're trying to find a way to tap into the younger generation who obviously don't watch traditional news. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, I'm not even young and I'm not watching it. Sorry. Um, and then they know TikTok is where people are getting news from, like little snippets in you know three second mm. bits and stuff. So they're they're just trying to be more like down and groovy with the young folk. Um, and and they, I think they've, I, they did say something in the article about like older people like to see someone well presented in a studio, and younger people prefer mm. the sweaty, gross, you know, use it, use mm. your phone, use your mobile phone camera and stuff like but that. But how are you supposed to get sweaty? You're, you're there, you know, in, yeah. in the. How are you well, supposed to get your, sweaty and gross? Put your run, trainer, run put your trainers on. You know, put, don't don't wear a suit or you know wear a. Wear jeans and runners with a jacket or something. Could, could you could you uh, help I us could, with this, Tahir? You're pretty unkempt. Do, do I? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how stupid do, do the BBC think we are? Like, as a viewer, I mean, what's next? We see a journalist doing a report on the AFL, and they're wearing a jersey, getting a concussion test, snorting cocaine, um, and we all think, "Oh, there's a journalist with credibility." Like, where, <laughs> like, when does it stop? Like, you know, Actually, when does it stop? If you're reporting from a war zone, huh. uh, I'd like to see a journalist carry AK-47. Huh. Just every now and then, just. Couple of a uh, couple of a uh, couple of goes, and just get back to like nothing happened. But you have to say excuse me to the viewers. But no, no, not even. You? Just just shoot away, and then yeah. just just completely ignore that. And they go, "There's credibility. There's credibility." Who did it? I'll tell you who started this. Weatherman. Yeah. Uh, okay. Weatherman started it because yeah. Weatherman standing outside in in gale force winds, <laughs> uh, going into the lake effect snow of Buffalo and wading in up to their hips. Yeah, I love that. You know, as if you might not recognize snow <laughs> over a house yeah. or a car, or if you know, if the guy's saying, "Oh, it's quite blowy out here," and then they get whipped <laughs> out of frame, <laughs> or nearly gets decapitated by a it. hoarding that gets blown off by eighty-seven kilometer an hour winds. That's what happened. With you, it always comes back to Graham Creed, doesn't it? It always <laughs> comes back to an attack <laughs> on Graham Creed. It's not about like Tom Saunders. You know, tonight on the air, he'll be all like cool in his suit and be like, hey, we got some but cool stuff know, happening. It'd be a nice weekend. But if he's out there, you want him about to die. <laughs> and the weathermen have been willing to almost die yeah, yeah. to convince <laughs> us that weather exists. I, and noticed, we just want that from every other story. I've noticed a new style of uh, news delivery, though, and it's it's via, like, online through Instagram and such and TikTok and that. And it's basically comedy um, using, like, you know, social media, like, clips of, of celebrities or or like reality TV stars in a in an iconic scene from that week, or you know, or even the Kardashians or whatever, and and it's kind of m- telling the news through memes. Yeah, you know, really? yes. Yeah. And I've got to say, I'm a big fan. I don't know, I don't know how the hell they do it. Yeah. But I'm like, this is funny. I know, it's great. And I'm learning something. Well, every, thank you. Everything Tommy knows about Salmon Rushdie was by those memes. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> totally works. Thank God it's Friday with Richard Glover. Before we go on, Tahir, tell us, people, about the wonderful thing you're doing with the Enmore Theatre because yeah. you're raising money, but you've got everybody aboard. It's next Wednesday, uh, Enmore Theatre. So we're raising money for the Turkish earthquake, which is the numbers are incredible. Uh, it's beyond comprehension, really. So, uh, look, I'm just uh, putting a comedy relief benefit night on. 
Um, okay, but this is your thing. You've been the organiser. Yeah, the Edmore Theatre's kindly donated the theatre. The workers are working for free. Performers, I've got magic on because I love magic. Okay, but Comedy. that's amazing, isn't it? For the theatre, no ticketing fees. For, for the theatre to do oh, it and bad. for the staff to do it, that's oh, pretty unusual. Everyone is like absolutely put their hand up and saying so. Every dollar raised goes to the people working on the ground too. So we're, uh, we're not giving to the government. There's charities working on the ground level, mm-hmm. helping out the people. Like we're paying rent for three months. Uh, basic necessities. They, they, they're getting food in Turkey, but they're not getting like the females are asking for clean underwear, mm-hmm. toothpaste, mm-hmm. nappies. Just, mm-hmm. the, just the, they're starting their lives all over again. But look, this is going to be a great night next Wednesday. I urge people to buy some tickets. And, um, and who, get, who have you got on? I've got Brendan Montana, Magic to the Max. Have you heard of him? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he really is good. Um, I've got uh, I've got um, Erica Van Lee, who's a Las Vegas magician. I've got um, some great comedian buddies of mine. I, I haven't asked Tommy or Chris. Yeah, because he hates he. he hates us. <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure if they're busy or not. And you got Tahir, right? I'm, I'm hosting, and there's going to be fresh uh, Turkish delight cooked oh. in the foyer. Oh, wow. Well, okay. So, awesome. so more Theatre, and, you know, credit the staff for doing this for free, credit the theatre for doing it for yeah. free, and, of course, all the the entertainers for, for doing it for free, and all the money goes to the Turkish earthquake. And you're actually in, yeah, right there across the Emor Theatre. You're, like, in, like, one of the greatest Turkish yeah. food districts. Yeah, you are, actually, yeah. That there is. So, so, so Louis, it's a bit... You come out, you get a you get a great night, and you help other people. So that's brilliant. Right. Yeah. Edmore Theatre, March one, uh, well, this coming Wednesday for the Turkish earthquake uh, benefit, the first day of autumn. Uh, we have with uh, Tommy Dean, Chris Ryan, and Tar here. It turns out that Tom Saunders is homesick today, so he won't be on the telly. Oh, either. that's what he's saying. You know what it <laughs> so, was? He got so, hit by a hoarding <laughs> doing a report in a wind tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> but Tommy, uh, seven o'clock news is rung and asked if oh, you oh, can. Oh, I'll come down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just whipped on down. And I want the odds as well. Uh, yeah. Now a uh, whole generation of kids were brought up on the Dolomites, cartoon characters created by the Commonwealth Bank to teach kids the virtues of saving. Problem is, new research says the banks are giving minimal interest to depositors while charging increasing amounts to lenders. So all the stuff the Dolomites told us, it was all a pack of lies. Mm. What other characters from your childhood have given you a message not matched by reality to hear? Uh, Dolomites missed me. Uh, I had no idea what it was. Uh, well, being of ethnic origin, of course, Richard, cash, cash mites. That's what was uh, happening in our. <laughs> but uh, do you remember the hamburger? Or bed mites. The put bed, it, put, the, if you put the cash under the bed, it's a bed mite, but yeah, people but, might misunderstand. <laughs> well, the, but do you remember the hamburger? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So that was a, what a character it was. Like, this is it just. It's weird. It was a weird character, like how you. Ste- someone stealing burgers and. Yeah. It's quite a likable character, really. In, in his little, Strange. Like, yeah, how does that sell us burgers? It's so <laughs> weird. Teaching us like just to steal stuff. And, yeah. Um, Not just stuff. Burgers. 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 Yeah, yeah, I suppose burgers. He was very specific. He was, he was very specific. That's <laughs> <laughs> a hamburger. I'll tell you someone else who let me down in my childhood. I miss Helena from Romper Room. Yeah, yeah. As a kid watching that, yeah. very disappointed. Yeah. What'd she do? Well, she used to have the magic mirror at the end. Remember that? Mm. Magic oh, yeah. mirror, and so I could see. Yeah, I so could see. So. I could see Ronald, and I can see Peggy, and I can see Elizabeth. Mm. Thank you, Richard. This is my point. Yeah, all Anglo names. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I generally thought there was a chance that my name was going to be like. Mm. Eventually, I realised. Hang on, there's no Tahi coming. She could say, "I could see Richard, Chris, Tommy, Glover, Ryan, and Dean." Mm. Right. Notice I use your first names and surnames, and it pl- still seem pl- plausible. Do you think we should go back and rewrite those? Exactly, episodes? that's my point. <laughs> go back. I want to see an episode of Miss Helena looking for the magic mirror. Thank you, Chris, and saying, "Well, times have changed, Australia's changed. I can see Giuseppe, Fatima, Nguyen, Ziad, Conchetta, and yes, I can see 
Tariq. <laughs> She's still got it wrong. <laughs> that was the most heartbreaking story of the, of, uh, of the week, Chris Ryan. Disappointing. What, what are the characters who let you down? Well, look, to be honest, I, I was raised in India for the first nine years of my life, and when we got a telly, the first thing I ever saw on television was a black and white appendix operation. There was no mm-hmm. ABC Kids, you know. So I, I, I didn't, you know, I, the world was not really all about appendix operations, so I found. <laughs> but, but when I did come to Australia, Humphrey B. Bear was my guy. Oh, he yeah, was my yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And um, getting about in a tie and a vest and a hat with no undies. No pants at all. Not a good idea. No pants. You try that, people think you're mm. troubled. Mm. I, I couldn't speak, eh, Chris? Like, just also, just, yeah, and just what, if you can't speak, stop putting your mouth open and shut. Like, you know, like <laughs> leading the... Do you think it was a, a, like a silent scream for help? Mm. Yeah. He seemed like so maybe, happy, though. He was, and the silent scream said, give me some pants. <laughs> 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 He was like mortified. His whole life was mortified. Yeah, I mean, I he tell was you what, the, the vest. I've I've recently seen quite a few old school comedians. I'm just going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wearing vests over t-shirts, and I'm not about it. Yeah, and you what know, you're saying, yeah, I grew up with Humphrey B. Bear. Okay. It's not it's not rocking me. <laughs> Chris, I'm so glad I'm, I'm past that stage. <laughs> I did wear it a few times. Yeah. You, know, you, you can see footage. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Stopped, over it now. You're over I'm, it now, yeah. and I'm, I'm I'm that's through. great. I oh, can no, see he, that. He stopped last week. Uh, Tommy, who, who no. let you down in, well, in terms is, of these? This is more of an American reference, but we had a, in the 70s, there was a great character, uh, Smokey the Bear. Mm. Smokey the Bear was a Smoking ranger. Cigarettes? He was a ranger. No, he was a ranger oh. uh, for the U.S. National Forest System. And uh, he had a variety of messages, but his main message was, only you can prevent forest fires. Wow. And every time there was a forest fire, I thought, I have, oh, my God, oh. it's happened again. Yeah, I've done it. I, I, didn't, I didn't stop it. Yeah. I didn't, how, come, how come only I? Yeah, you were that. It you feels were the, like. They were, they were relying on you. They were, but it's a quite a big country. <laughs> and a, you were only like, nine. Even, <laughs> even though Americans are geologically challenged. I mean, geographically yeah. and geologically <laughs> and vocabularically <laughs> challenged. I just felt like, why me, Smokey? Yeah. But that's why a me? big statement, Tommy, isn't yeah. it? Like, it should be only you can prevent forest fires. In your or, locality. Or start <laughs> them. Well, that was actually, I mean, you know, in my that's later what years, I realized been. that's what his real message was, was saying, don't do stuff that would start a fire. Mm. I understood later. Yeah, kind right. of. Yeah. But as a kid, mm. he was constantly But sorry, there, you so. came here... About 20 years ago, which is precisely when. No, I knew. Rob, Rob, and I finished. thought, oh, no, it's following me everywhere. I'm doing <laughs> it again. I've got to stop. <laughs> I've not even lived near the forest. <clears throat> Are you ready for the Wheel of Death, ladies oh, and gentlemen? For the oh, Wheel man. of Death. Uh, uh, just hang on. Oh. That's why we keep Tommy in Marrickville. Just got to physically move this. Uh, now, today's topics are inflatables, lycra, topsy-turvy, shoehorn, little lunch. Painting the house, spontaneous combustion, blackout, tropical, rainbow. That's what's going to happen, isn't it? Spontaneous combustion. (laughs) Self-indulgence, gossip, humidity, escutcheon. What? Oh, these are brilliant today. And inflatables. Wait, what? Oh, no, we'll talk about it if it comes up. These are brilliant. I love them. I think it's a a shield with your uh, family crest on it. Oh, of course. Yeah. (laughs) We just call that Walter. (laughs) There are people just sitting back. Round and round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. Today's topic is self-indulgence. Self-indulgence. Tommy Dean, your wheel of topic. Your wheel of death topic. I don't really know how to approach that. Um, Self-indulgence. It's too normal. That's what I mean. It's just like, well, what? You don't know how to approach it. That is is the definition of the topic. But you're not self-indulgent. You're a hard-working 
um, worker now. Have you heard how much he talks? Yeah, I mean, I'm very (laughs) self-indulgent with myself in a spoken word sort of way. But you now got a job. You're, I do have so, a job. You're, you're no longer self-indulgent. You gave all that childish stuff away a year ago when you signed up for the first time to proper employment. I feel like that's what I want to be, but I also spend a lot of time on the clock working out my annual leave, <laughs> <laughs> which felt a little bit indulgent. That's a that's a very feels, Australian thing to do. Does feel like I've caught on culturally, yeah. but it did feel a little selfish. But is selfishness self-indulgence? Self-indulgence feels like, as a definition, something you indulge in that is possibly to the exclusion of everyone else and perhaps even the detriment. Yep, yep, I think that's right. Of other people. I think that's right. It's a good definition. But yeah. it feels like it should be. You know? So I, I'd like to think that I've become a bit more gregarious in my ways as a wise and older man. But uh, I will still say that there are hidden places in my home pantry mm-hmm. that contain chocolates that only I know where they are. Self-indulgence. <laughs> Big self-indulgence. Um, I, I only spend money on quality coffee that comes in bean form because my wife doesn't know where the bean grinder is. So Self-indulgence. <laughs> fully for me. That's mine. What she can make do with the caterer's blend. She doesn't know the difference. She's got no... She's got, <laughs> She doesn't have a coffee connoisseur's taste. <laughs> she doesn't know. She thinks that I'm brewing a pot when she's there, but I've just put a bunch of Nescafe in and let it come up through the bottom. <laughs> this is excellent. Thank you, my love. Yeah. Very nice. Um, i trying to think about, you know, like, but what's the true... I mean, you know, you, you have your... Everybody has their... I'm assuming you all have your own secret bank account. No. What? No. What? No. no. Well, how do you self-indulge? Well, well, so he's self got the bank fund? account and then the money under the bed. Yeah, I've got the cash account, but, like, yeah, that's... But, I mean, yeah. you have access Chris, to your you, own you, you've got a secret account, have you? Um, it's not secret. It's my account. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not... <laughs> I, I mean, no, I'm not talking about, like, you know, like, just a different... Look, I am self-indulgent. I am I'm... self-indulgent. I will buy myself nice stuff every now and then. But that um, means when you get the credit card statement, it's all, it's all. It's see, not on credit card. That's the no. problem about the well, I or a debit card. Yeah. Same thing. Unlike the cash, you see, which cash blurred is, the edges yeah. right. of how much was going to Dan Murphy's and how much wasn't <laughs> going to Dan Murphy's. That blurred the edges. <laughs> but their credit card, it's a brutal yeah. document. You can add unless Dan Murphy is collecting money for Catholic nuns, which is possible <laughs> given the name, it becomes a bit obvious. So, Tommy, do you have an account that your wife doesn't know about? That's secret. But she does now. She's listening. I mean, she thinks thinks that I have stock in a Swedish chocolate factory. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a numbered account. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) But, yeah, I I suppose. I mean, that's that's been been the hardest part is because I used to be terrible. But I didn't even see it as self-indulgent. I saw it it as, like, just pure gluttony. Mm -hmm. You You know, like, I would buy the, I wouldn't even care. I used to get really angry when I would hear like stories of people. It's food stamps in America. I forget what sort of food relief programs you have here, but uh, America gets very angry if uh, it sees somebody with food stamps, money the government gave them, and they're buying strawberries. How dare they buy those elitist fruit yeah. at really? high price? Really? Yeah, they get mad. How oh, yeah. dare they buy? They're buying steak. I do a minimum wage job, and I can't buy strawberries. How come the government handout guy gets strawberries? 
you're like, well, you know, I think he's got a lot of other things going on that are quite terrible in his life. <laughs> <laughs> and I think maybe a strawberry every now and then might be good for his self-esteem. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, so I occasionally, like, I was at a, a place, you know, occasionally that, so that still hits me. Like, I was at a deli fruit place recently, and they had something called Exquisite Grapes. And, and literally, the, 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 the tag on the grape said, it's like nothing you've tasted before. Wow. And I thought, man, I'm getting that. Yeah. Twenty-seven dollars a kilo. Wow! Yeah, yeah, more than steak. Yeah, yeah, and you know what it tasted like? You'll never guess. Grapes. Yeah, like, like <laughs> grapes. Like still like grapes. <laughs> exactly like grapes. Like I went. These are good. Like, but I like, nothing I've ever tasted. I not only identified it in one. I like hit it with some other stuff in my way. Waited two days. Went in blindfolded into my fridge. Yep, that's them. <laughs> yep, <laughs> totally knew it. Grapes. They tasted just like grapes. Wow. Yeah. But you thought there's that thought, isn't it? I deserve it. Is, is that the thought process? I yes, deserve exactly. it. I deserve it. I've, and part I, of me gets I've got, a, I've got a job now, first time ever. I've got a job now. <laughs> I deserve it. Well, that, it's not so much I deserve it. It's that I can actually, I, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like one of the greatest things, and, and I'm not even saying I make a lot of money because I don't, but I make enough money. He has to say that no, so no. We, we still like him. No, because. Plus, well, secret, I, it was the secret account, account as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, but it's the, <laughs> I don't have, I don't have uh, pay wave anxiety anymore. Mm. But granted, I shop at like the five dollar level. But like, you know, <laughs> I tell you a way. Like if I say I'll have the large coffee, I used to be like, oh man, maybe I should have said medium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you like tap it. Uh, there's that little three second buffer, and then approved. Oh, no! oh yeah, I'm rich. I got five twenty in the bank. I got past it. Are you like at the deli, Tommy? When they you buy the turkey and it's like thirty eight dollars a kilo, and they go over by a couple of dollars, you go, oh, just wave it off. Yeah. Yeah, you're that level now? Is that the sign? Oh, yeah. That's the sign you made it, is it? Self indulgent. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. That's yeah. 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 Well, I like it. I've seen people actually order by the money. Right, right. I've, I didn't even think I didn't even think to do that. No, I And then people would be like, can I get $5 worth of shaved ham? Mm. Wow. Mm. And then they just put it on until it gets to close enough. Yeah, because they're worried about the credit card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the bank Whereas card. Whereas yeah. like, I'm like, gram, I'll have 350 gram. But I like, then it's like to see, I like to see how far they'll push it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I saw 350 grams of the shaved ham and then like, like yeah. in my mind I'm like if it's anything over four I'm going to have a word <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll give him 50 I'll give him 50 grams and if she nails it in at like 348 I'm like you're not even trying you're not uh, even trying surely you know uh, you could, surely you're trained to go 15 grams over yeah. just to get the benefit but, do you think it's self-indulgent when someone asks you for comedy advice um, and, and you um, be very funny instead of answering the question do you think that's self-indulgence? No, I think I'm proving my point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> does he die, ladies and gentlemen, or does he live? Like he I care. Oh. He lives. I was doing that for myself. Yeah. <laughs> Everything that I said for the last five minutes. He can't die stuff this that I wanted to talk about. Oh, those lines are so self-indulgent. I'm not going to feed them. <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm sick but, of them. But can we go quickly over escutcheon just for one second? I do want well, to clear that up. Well, I think an escutcheon. I think an escutcheon is a. I think it's a, a, a shield on which your family crest is. You know, and you take it into battle with you and say, "This is the Dean family." Right. That, that's self-indulgent. <laughs> I just, just marching in with your name, yeah. Brandon, yeah. on there. Not it's, only are we going to murder you, you know who's going to murder you? This guy right here. 
This guy's coming to get pa- you. Patrick has just provided me with a definition on screen so he can be accurate about this. It's a shield or emblem bearing a coat of arms or a flat piece of metal for protection and often ornamentation around a keyhole, door handle or light switch. So well. they're very different things, aren't so they? So this is self-indulgent. Tommy, I mean, doing two topics <laughs> on the wheel. <laughs> two out of the 20. Two people no, are happy. Three, really, because there's two escutcheons. That's it, three now. <laughs> now, a new book by the journalist Kate Legg suggests that infidelity might run in the male line in her family, from her husband's father to her husband, thence to her son. This is the subject of her new book. What's the genetic tendency that runs in your family? Chris Ryan. Knee jiggling. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which can be almost as see she. <laughs> so it should be a festival. She's got she's got a bit of <laughs> she's got a bit of knee trembling going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, she doesn't, and I think that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, someone else does, but yeah, the uh, men the men have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I my dad jiggles his knee. Right. And um, so do I. It's a, I think that's anxiety, actually, um, or, you know, just too much energy. Mm. Is there a noise or no? Um, no, it's just you it's just, just do it quietly, right. bounce mm. under the table. Well, they will wear out. Uh, as, a, as an older person, they will wear out in the end if you do that. Will they? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't. Like when you all get together and say at a dinner table, just the whole thing, like, rattle. Yeah, sometimes it'll rattle. Like, if, if you get the angle wrong, um, there can be um, reverberations. Mm. Um, but, mm. uh, you know, it doesn't hurt anyone. No, um, no. You know, it's it's. Not, it, I don't reckon Kate Leg would write a book about it. No. <laughs> and if you have got further problem, if it runs out, just take a bit of Mobic and get on with it. <laughs> Is advice. that right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, and my son does it too. Yeah, so. that's a tragic yeah. story. It actually, Ta- runs in a family. Yeah. Ta- hear what runs in your family? Well, well from oh. my mum, I got the genetic tendency to try new things in a supermarket. So this is. Um, she would often go shopping, <laughs> and just if something was new, she didn't understand. Like you know, in the early days, didn't know much English. She would just. Throw in a trolley. So just use it. It goes, look, well, I think that's a good spirit, isn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. like she would give any go. Now I actually do that, and, and my kids just laugh. And I go, look at this Kit Kat with mint. Mm-hmm. Now the Kit Kat with coffee in it. If it's new, I just have to try it. But not the golden. Uh, yeah, but the, is the, that new? Is that really new? The golden grape. You wouldn't well, go the golden grape. something you're familiar with, and we put something crappy in it. It's new. Yeah, that's not new. It's add-on. Remember, you like stuff? You like chocolate? Well, we put some mint in it because we hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll have some of that. Oh, yeah. To me, it's still yeah. new. Like, it's it's like, when, like when butchers are like, you want chicken schnitzel? Well, yeah, I'll pay for breadcrumbs at the same price as chicken. <laughs> you know those Tim Tams, too. They, if they do anything, if they put rubbish in it, they, make, they give you one less biscuit. Oh. Any, any new Tim Tam, I'm all over it. His, but you look, the only, there are only nine biscuits in those ones. I didn't even count them. Yeah. I didn't, well, well, you know what? That, that you're number, a, you're a, a fool. No, Richard, that number's new, so I'm going to try it. Okay. It's a different number. It's a new number. But do you think you like, go all the way around and then eventually be like, guess what? Guess what we got now? Tim Tams. The original. <laughs> the original it's been so long since you've had them. They yeah. always come back. Just yeah. have one of those. Yeah. Well, see, I admire that. I think your mother was... Well, I admire the idea, but I don't think you are celebrating it the way your mother wanted you to. <laughs> Not like Tim Tam with a slight variation. She was supporting anything. I want you to get, like, Dutch waffles yeah, from yeah, the international yeah. side. What are those? That's weird. Yeah. Get some of those weird puffin fresh cookies. Puffin, puffin yeah. fritters. Yeah. Like ginger... They're called Booker Pofties. Yeah, get I think. those. Oh. Book of Poofties, something like that. Book of Poochies. That's it. <laughs> happy, happy Mardi Gras, everybody. No, fe- happy Mardi Gras. Pfeffernuts. Pfeffernoodles. <laughs> Get some pfeffernoodles. Oh, my goodness. In year 11, my friend talked about them. She, <laughs> really? she, put, she busted them out at a dinner party yeah. that we and I've, I've always remembered Bokapuchi. Yeah, they're, they're, delish- were, they're no, delicious. No, I was about to say they're dreadful things. You think they're too dry? No, it's just yuck. They are a bit dry. Yeah. yeah. 
Quiet taste. Your mother would go for them. Hundred percent. <laughs> if she couldn't understand, she'd be all over it. So, what's the genetic tendency, Tommy, in the family? Uh, I'd say, I'd say, uh, financial mystery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's a secret account again. Everyone's got a secret account. There's a lot of secret accounts in my family. Uh, we never really talked about it. We come from the kind of family that's very closed lip about finances. Uh-huh. You know, your my grandparents never really talked about. You know, they ran a farm, so apparently they were doing well. Maybe hard to know. Uh, they sold a farm, like uh, by the acre, acres and acres and acres of farm and milking machines. And then my grandmother came to live with us, but she would always talk about how she had no money. But you just sold the farm. Yeah, you just sold mm-hmm. the farm. Like we know that if you buy the farm, bad. But if you sell the farm, good. Yeah. So. Well, unless it was riddled with debt. Well, mm. they never mentioned it. Hard to know. Hard to know. <laughs> All I know is whenever I took my grandmother out to a cafe, you know, in America is a tipping world, so I'd be like, we have to pay the you know ten percent tip to the waitress. Like, we're never, we're never going to come here again. <laughs> <laughs> Which in America is serious because they run, yeah. they run out it's behind serious, you. It's yeah. Very serious. I'm like, no, we're going to. That was that. I was like, we only have so many cafes. Did you? We've got to come here again. <laughs> we can't just slowly go one by one. Unless like, maybe that's right. Maybe my grandmother was like your mother. Be like, we'll just try a new cafe. We never go to the same place twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we just love new stuff. Yeah, let's go to new stuff. New stuff, new people to rip off. <laughs> the D, the family, the Dean family way. Nobody knows. Uh, who no were idea. the winners and losers of this week? Uh, Chris Ryan. Oh, you know, okay, this is very. Was that um, about to turn into another Bocca Pufti? Cry for more of them. That would probably be better. Um, no, look, uh, just on a very uh, micro, uh, selfish, uh, self-indulgent uh, angle, um, there's been this uh, show called Joke Lab at um, Factory Theatre, and it's like every week um, comedians just breaking in new material mm-hmm. for the festival season. It's been going well. I think they're winning. Oh, new material. Mm. Okay. You'd go, yeah. yeah, just try something new. Yeah, yeah. My mum should turn yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. She'd love it. You should uh, try it. I said, well, oh, Tommy, I left in. <laughs> Um, when's the last time you've seen it? Anyway, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, so that was the winner. Who the winner. was the loser? I don't have any. No. Oh, actually, you know who else is a winner? No. Um, Pride. Everyone involved in Pride Week. Except George. That mm. guy's not trying hard enough. <laughs> it's one miserable one. Just one miserable one. Uh, now, to tell here, winners and losers. Just a quick plug again, Richard. The winners, all those who turn up next Wednesday, all the money being donated, nmorethitup.com.au, <laughs> and the losers, the people don't turn up. Mm. You're missing out. You're missing out. Very, very easy. And Tommy, winners and losers. Look, I want to just really focus here for a second because I have achieved something that I really wanted to achieve. That's good. My daughters, my twin daughters, Mm -hmm. my youngest of three, Mm -hmm. turned 18 yesterday. Wow. I no longer have children. I have gotten three people into young adulthood. Yay. And I couldn't be more quietly surprised and proud. <laughs> have, have any of them burnt down a major public building? Not that they have admitted to. Have any of them... And in fact, that was one of the lessons it, I taught them mm, early, which I'm very proud mm. of them. Never say anything. Have any of them uh, uh, done an armed hold-up of a major bank? Again, again, it's a... a do not confess. Yeah. Were they in the area? Yes. <laughs> I have, I have sure. Never you, I've never seen you glow so much. That's so nice. Yeah, just, it hit me last night. We were staying. We went. I uh, we were on the roof of the Intercontinental, level oh. thirty-one, 
uh, where people that want to pretend they have money go. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you know that people don't have money? Everyone's taking selfies. People <laughs> with money do not take selfies. <laughs> yes, they the do. the porch of the Intercontinental. <laughs> Look at me! I'm in the upper house! I'm in the But it was, uh, was just I'm there. drinking a $10 beer! Yeah, it was quite nice looking out over all of Sydney and thinking about my 30 plus years here and then looking at them and, oh my God, I got it, did it. That's nice. I got them all. Tommy's so happy. That, and mm. he's still, the self-indulgent phase is over. So he's still talking all. about it. It's over. It's By the way, the losers are them because yeah. I am now charging them rent at Sydney rates. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to adulthood. Yeah. So you know what the first thing they're going to do is? <laughs> Rob a Sydney bank <laughs> in order to pay daddy back. Remember to go and see Tahir's show if you're in town on March the 1st next Wednesday at the Enmore Theatre with the theatre itself donating the premises, all the staff working for nothing and all these brilliant performers and magicians also donating their fee. The Turkish Earthquake Benefit is on March 1, which is next Wednesday. Please thank Tommy Dean, Chris Ryan and Tahir! Thank you for being part of Thank God It's Friday. Next week, Tommy Dean, Kirsty Wiebeck and Patrick Sunderland will be here. Music from Moju. Until then, I'm Richard Glover. And thank God it's Friday. By the way, my wife helped. <laughs> <laughs> Like a lot. There's no